Kamara. I don't know, Jeff, has it? I must have missed that. Hi everyone, it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. This episode and all episodes in season two are produced in partnership with the Square Ball. The Square Ball is located just off Marion Square. It has dozens of screens showing televised sport and award-winning barbecue, making it the perfect spot in Dublin to catch the game. For more information or to book in, please visit the-square-ball.com. Thanks. Good, bad, and the ugly. You're going to have to run your own clock, run your own timer. Well, the coach's clock is now running. Um, so this week, the good story of the week was <laughs> the special release of the Mitre Ultimax 95-2000 to 2000 Premier League football. Christmas obviously coming up soon. Um, Mitre decided to, re- to, to relaunch the football that they use from 95-2000 when they were the official football sponsor of Premiership. And it got me thinking, as it always does. These balls, by the way are going for the region of 390 pounds they made 600 um you know six 600 of the balls however you can get yourself a replica for 27 pounds if if you're that way inclined um but it got me thinking what piece of equipment or kit would you like to bring back and get yourself this christmas so I'll get I'll get his going, I'll get his going. Mine is a Mighty Ducks jersey. So I'd like to see a little relaunch of the Mighty Ducks and I'd like to, I had one when I was a kid. I had the maroony kind of Mighty Ducks jersey. That's what I'd want. But I'd want a white one this time. They had a white one as well, it was pretty slick. But uh yeah, around the table, around the houses. What do we think? What would you bring back? Before we go that, I just want to just wait. Those miter balls. Do you remember fucking playing Sunday League football with them? They were fucking foot shatterers. Mm. They used to break your foot, like kicking them. Yeah, it was a and they were going to ask me to pay three hundred and odd pound punt for them. Yeah. Could you help me? It'd be more of a, a, a very uh, nostalgic kind of feel. Like that'd be kind of something someone in their thirties would buy. <laughs> yeah, well, look. Oh, thirty-two over here. When you think of the ball, like I suppose it brings back, you know, Shearer, Owen, Fowler, um. You know, when I look at that ball, I just feel pain shoot up my rifle. The one thing, the one thing that does bother ball. me about the ball, I've seen it, and the miter footballs have a um, a little ninety five in the in the, mm. the centre of the ball, and that annoys me a little bit. So I'm guessing that they obviously don't have any permissions to use the Premiership sign. They had did in the middle centre of the ball, but beneath the miter have a, a lovely little FA Premier League um, emblem. As it was, yeah, the lion. Exactly, yeah. But that's gone. So yeah, what would you guys bring back? Obviously, the Mighty Ducks jersey for myself, and a little reboot of the movies, even at Christmas time, would be great. Is it bring back or just what would we like to have? As like, in what, something like, from like, that era. Well, like I suppose they're re-releasing. They're giving it a nice little punch. So what's something that you go? Yeah, that. Do you know what? That needs like the the, the kids of the of the of today need oh, to know. I this. would personally see it's it's kind of. It's happening because of the new film, but a Space Jam jersey will be yes. quality. Yeah. Like mm. a Jordan Space Jam jersey, because then, like, yeah. I hope they bring out a LeBron one now for the mm. for the new film, but I think a Jordan one would be sick. I like that. A, a, like a Toon Squad jersey, I believe, was the title. <laughs> Toon, that's the one, yeah. Nice little white one with a blue trim. It was nice, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lola yeah. Bunny on the back. Zach, Talk to Zach, me, baby. <laughs> Talk Zach to Levine. me. <laughs> Zach Levine wore that for the, for the dunk contest. I don't know if you remember that one. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Massive fan of him as well, actually. Myself? Yes. It's actually quite one close to the home. Okay. Fingerless rugby gloves Ooh, a la... Rugby tech. Draco in his pomp. Yeah. The green rugby tech ones. 
Draco in his pomp, filled to the gills with sticks of dynamite. <laughs> the terms in their pomp <laughs> just makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what might bring back something close to their home. Nice. And uh, maybe maybe even the Micasa yellow. Oh, the gloves. gloves. Oh yeah. yeah, everyone and their granny <laughs> owned a pair of them. Even even though you're just gonna have to show snowballs, you're sticking them mm. on, aren't you? Yeah. Here, and they, every, were, they were the first original multifunction gloves. Did you ever <laughs> see those gloves now? Like, you can see them on... Yeah, I remember seeing my mum doing the sink with them, yeah. Ah, oh, lads, yeah. lads be punching windows out of cars then. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you could pick up things 200 degrees. They were they were literally invincible. Doctor? You, you'll often see an old boy stripping the head <laughs> with them on now as well. It's class. Yeah, very multi-purpose. Doctor, I'd say, anything, anything I'd comes say to probably... Mind. I don't know if this is still on the market or not. It probably is. They probably tailored it to the 24th century but the Kickmaster oh what oh, yeah. shout remember the Kickmaster <laughs> I remember I had one of those was that the football on a rope the football in yeah, the around your waist. The rope yeah yeah yes. and you could either you're doing a cruise ship you could either like put it, yeah, put it around your waist or they have like the ones where you hold it like it's as if you're holding a dog leash nice nice yeah and um, one I, I actually have a, another one as well which I ordered recently um, and I got an email from them saying it was out of stock, which really upset me. Is a, a Harchester United oh, jersey? Yes. Oh, oh dream team my kit. god! Yeah. yeah. I, ha- I had Fletcher eleven Fletcher on, the on the back, back and everything. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I ordered it off um, where I get all my kind of retro jerseys, and um, they like email me after like two weeks I thought it was on the way and they emailed me and were like oh yeah sorry um, all the harsh jerseys are oh, out of stock do you know what I hate Just, that that's actually really oof. really harsh because you know the way when you're like scrolling through social media and you see like a site and they're like oh this jersey I ordered a um, <clears throat> I ordered a, a rugby training top now I got that it's a sleeveless one and a Benfica jersey that was like 20 quid and about two weeks later like that they were like sorry not in stock we'll give you your money back me. Yeah, they take they take the money yeah, quick enough. Yeah, yeah, that is a great one. Moving on what's to the, the bad. What's the bads? Yeah, we're moving on to the bads. So France and Fiji were called off this week in the new Rugby Nations uh, Cup. Um, along with that, we had Mo Salah picking up COVID with Egypt. I don't know if you saw Vida, um, the captain of Turkey, getting taken off at halftime due to a positive uh, COVID test, um, and. You know, as a result, comes off at half time. So, what I want to know is, are we being greedy, and is it time to cancel all internationals until for a notice, or, or or at least play them over one week? Sasquatch. Just a quick one. When you were reading that out, and you said Mo Salah, I heard Mo Farah, and I was like, shit, he's an I'm a celebrity now. Um, how's that going to impact? Um, yeah. So look, yeah. I'd want to listen back. I think you did say Mo Farah. <laughs> did you? <laughs> like that. Anyway. Well, I'll have to listen to that, but yeah. you definitely said Mofara. Yeah, it's that south side. But look, yeah, I want to know, what do we think? Are we, is it, if, if, if players are staying within their clubs, be it rugby, football, whatever, they're staying in their bubble and they're probably not moving from, obviously, the country that they're in, so less chance, because now we are going to see knock-on effects massively, I think. I personally think the issue with COVID is not, for especially from a, a sports perspective, it's not the game. It's not the perspective countries you're in. It's the airports. Because when you're in an airport, no matter how good your protocols are, you do not know where the people around you have been. Or where they come from. And I just think every time we have an international window, 
it was Ronaldo the last time. It's Salah this time. And it's your high-profile players. I mean, it just it just seems pointless, fruitless. Yeah, my my thinking would be: me. see the for example, the Nations League. Could we have not have brought the four teams together over a one or two week period, and just do one international break, play their three games over two weeks, and then they're done. And but yeah, now I, instead I, they're traveling. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Because there's not a crowd anyway, so no one's missing out on gate receipts. So. Yeah, and and no one's fucking circling the international break in their calendar, going, "Oh, I can't bloody wait." Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. might have also been a great time to acknowledge it that. The Nations League is what it is. It's a money racket, and yeah, it's not a proper, it's not a proper fucking competition. It's, a, it's just a money racket for UEFA. But yeah, look. Well, down the line, it has implications for us, so that we're now probably very, well, we're not qualified for Europe or for the Europe European Championship. So, mm. and had we done better than that, maybe we could have. <laughs> maybe we would have had a little bit of hope to <laughs> <laughs> not qualify, <laughs> which of course killed it. As we discussed. Moving on to the ugly, um, the All Blacks lost for the second game in a mm. row. Um, what I want to know is, is the the aura gone? Are they? Are, is the All Blacks of old diminished and finished? I'd say just a team in transition. Um, transition. Yeah, since he was there, Steve Hansen quit, didn't he? After. Tingers he's still in charge. Yeah. Um like I mean, you look at the All Blacks record this year, it's it's five games played, it's two losses, two wins, and one draw, but they've only played Australia and Argentina. Mm. Like the Argentina result, I actually just I just appreciate it for what it was. It was a phenomenal for Argentinian rugby. I don't know if you've seen the, the clip of Argentinian I think it's number eight, and there's a bit of a scrap, a bit of a shamozzle uh, at the start. And he, he goes over he goes over to the referee and he goes He's hit one of my players. I'm playing for my country. You show me some respect. And it's like, he's a giant of a man as well. And I think it's it's great for Argentinian rugby. New Zealand probably are just on a, just kind of filtering. It's the middle of a World Cup cycle, the middle of a pandemic. They, They'll be back. Correct Don't me if I'm wrong, uh, coach. Isn't it the first time since 2011 they've lost two on the bounce? Because it was in 2011 a World Cup winning year for them as well. Was that? Well, I think their losses came after the World Cup, didn't they? Well, they came after, um, was it? Okay. I think. I okay, yeah, I won't argue with that. We do, we, do, we do have a large base of South Dublin rugby listeners, so I'm sure we'll get corrected next week if we're... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Put, um, probably slate I'm, not a, I'm not big on rugby, but like, two losses surely isn't... Like, you, you wouldn't be setting off the fire alarm. Like, do you know, do you know what but I, mean? I suppose it's I more that... It's very, it's very, very <clears throat> rare that the All Blacks lose one yeah. game, but to lose two in a row is. It's also like Australia have been in the doldrums for the last few years. If, if we're being quite pragmatic and ugly about it, and it's Argentina's first game in over four hundred days. Obviously, following up from the World Cup, didn't have any games between then and Christmas, and haven't had any games since. So it's it's four hundred days, I think, plus since Argentina the last game. It's New Zealand's fifth game and. Six or seven weeks, yeah. so that too. I just think, yeah, look, we appreciate it for what it was a phenomenal Argentinian performance. You'd have to fancy your chances if you were coming up against the All mm. Blacks, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah, you'd, you'd fancy, but I fancy my chances playing against Ireland at the minute. Well, that's the other side of it. Um, so that has been this week's <laughs> Go Bad and the Ugly. <clears throat> now. Dead. 
Johnson. Gets a shot. It's Watch out. He's got getting away from the top speed. Touchdown.